0: 720 WGN. Thank you for joining us for the Lisa Dent show. The minute we knew Pat Quinn was scheduling a, a like a press conference today at one we were like, okay, get him on the show because Pat, we thought for a moment you were actually going to throw your hat in the ring to be the next mayor of Chicago. <coughs> and that's not your plan.
1: Yeah, well, I went out and got signatures for it. Uh, we did very well with that, Lisa, but in the course of doing that over the summer and the fall, uh a lot of people like referendums and voting on issues. And uh, they asked, uh, you know, they told me that's what I've been doing for the last almost 50 years. Uh, We set up a referendum for the Citizen Utility Board and got that passed 40 years ago. And we did one uh, more recently for recall on the governor's office. Uh, When I was governor, we got a constitutional amendment by referendum. And I really feel that uh, we're going to get this process going in Chicago and Cook County and all across Illinois. There's got to be somebody organizing it. And so I told everybody today at the press conference I had that uh, starting next month, we're going to have a referendum for a taxpayer advocate in Chicago. Uh, folks are just getting their property tax bills, and we're going to get three bills in the next seven months. and
0: That's frustrating. Really,
1: yeah, first for way too long, Illinois is a very high property tax state. It makes it hard to own and keep a home, and uh, we got to change that. And I figured that putting that on the ballot as a binding referendum is uh, uh, something to hopefully help people for the next 40 years.
0: You know this voice. It is the voice of Pat Quinn, former governor of Illinois, was contemplating a run for mayor of Chicago. Does that mean you're going to throw your support behind Chewy Garcia?
1: No, I'm going to take a look at everybody. I like Chewy. He's a good friend. I like them all. At the press conference, I said I tried to see good in everybody, and I really hope there's a robust debate uh, without name-calling for this uh, race for mayor. I think it's very important to have a a good quarterback for Chicago. But I'm going to try and pin him down on things like property tax uh, relief for everyday people. Uh, Also, uh, you know, we have this whole ComEd situation where, Agree, uh agreed to a prosecution agreement where they said they publicly admitted they were bribing legislators for uh, 10 years down in Springfield, and uh, they made billions of dollars from that, and uh, I think they should have to refund that money to their customers, their profits. So well, we have that one on the ballot in Chicago uh, this coming election on February 28th, and I'll definitely work on that. And I want the candidates who are running for mayor to – Uh, Tell us, you know, what are you doing here when it comes to making sure people have a chance by petition and binding referendum to vote on issues uh, like consumer protection and taxpayer relief. Governor,
2: I want to ask Lisa's question a different way. You try to find the good in everyone. Which of the candidates for the mayor for mayor is it the hardest to see good in?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You know, I, I believe in Christian charity, I think. But uh, <laughs> uh, I would say one thing, and I told her this. I had a meeting with uh, Mayor Lightfoot, and I was over at it Somebody on the west side of my neighborhood that she had the other day, and she said some nice words about me, and I appreciated it. But I was disappointed. Mayor Lightfoot ran for uh, term limits on the mayor of Chicago. Uh, every other big city in America, including New York and Los Angeles and Philadelphia and Houston, they all have a two-term limit on the mayor. And we don't have that in Chicago. When we got the signatures for that a couple years ago, 87,000 names, Rahm Emanuel schemed to keep it off the ballot with his plastic straw referendum, and I, Mayor Lightfoot in her campaign said she was for term limits, but, you know, she's had four years to put it on the ballot, and I, I told her I was disappointed.
2: You've been on so many ballots so many times. You referenced age several times uh, during the news conference today, saying that your age didn't preclude you from running, but I'm just wondering if it sort of set in that you might not run for office again.
1: Oh, you never say never. <clears throat> you know, I'm 73. Uh, it'll be 74 next month, but I was playing basketball on the west side uh, not too long ago. And
2: okay, and but
1: that day the ball was going into basket more <laughs> than it wasn't, and these young guys came over and said, "Hey, Mister, uh, are you in your 40s or your 50s?" And I had to tell them how old I was, <laughs> and then you handed
2: him some petitions to sign,
1: right? <laughs> that's yeah, what that's he does. <laughs> I always hand petitions. Uh, my uh, youngest son and his wife had a baby uh, a few months ago, and. Uh, I was pushing the baby uh, stroller there, and uh, I had petitions in my back pocket, just in case. You never know when you run into people. (laughs)
0: You always do. And Pat, today we are saluting Oak Park. We do a thing sponsored Ah, by McDonald's called Your Hometown. You went to Fenwick, right?
1: Yeah, I went to Fenwick, but I lived in Oak Park uh, when my kids were born. Uh, uh, You know, I live in Chicago now, right north of North Avenue, but... uh, there's a lot of good things in Oak Park. Uh, I like going to uh, George's Restaurant on Oak Park Avenue. That's worth going to. And, and uh, Courageous Bakery. Uh, you know, I, I know them all. Because I, I have to drive through Oak Park on the way to get to, to work downtown. Yeah. Great place. Well, you know, the one thing about that, Lisa, we're trying in Oak Park to get a, a ordinance passed that would give people in Oak Park a chance to vote on binding referendums that they petition onto the ballot. And we had an advisory question on this subject uh, just last Tuesday, and by an 80% margin, people were for that in Oak Park, and I hope we can get that, and that's what I'm going to work on in the coming year, trying to get things going in Chicago, Oak Park, Evanston, downstate, everywhere you go, And, and even in the state of Illinois, we need to have a binding referendum to clean up political corruption. It's uh, not acceptable. Uh, We've had nine former or current legislators indicted or convicted or both uh, since uh, the last uh, election for governor in 2018. So we have work to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think you'll get more of that accomplished, not wasting your time being mayor of Chicago. So I appreciate you, Pat. Thanks for jumping on the show. And I look forward to the things that you're going to do.
1: Okay, Lisa. Good to talk to you and Steve. Take All care. Right, bye, Governor.
0: Happy, thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, former Governor Pat Quinn on The Lisa Dent Show. 720WGN, thank you for joining us for The Lisa Dent Show. The minute we knew Pat Quinn was scheduling a, a, like a press conference today at one we were like, okay, get him on the show. Because, Pat, we thought for a moment you were actually going to throw your hat in the ring to be the next mayor of Chicago. <clears throat> and that's not your plan.
1: Yeah, well, I went out and got signatures for it. Uh, We did very well with that, Lisa. But in the course of doing that over the summer and the fall, a lot of people like referendums and voting on issues. And uh, they asked, uh, you know, they told me that's what I've been doing for the last almost 50 years. Uh, We set up a referendum for the Citizen Utility Board and got that passed 40 years ago. And we did one uh, more recently for recall on the governor's office Uh, when I was governor. we got a constitutional amendment by referendum. And I really feel that uh, we're going to get this process going in Chicago and Cook County and all across Illinois. There's got to be somebody organizing it. And so I told everybody today at the press conference I had that uh, starting next month, we're going to have a referendum for a taxpayer advocate in Chicago. Uh, Folks are just getting their property tax bills and we're going to get three bills in the next 7 months and
0: that's frustrating.
1: Really, yeah, for for way too long Illinois is a very high property tax state it makes it hard to own and keep a home and uh we got to change that and I figured that putting that on the ballot as a binding referendum is uh uh something to hopefully help people for the next 40 years.
0: You know this voice, it is the voice of Pat Quinn, former governor of Illinois was contemplating a run for mayor of Chicago. Does that mean you're going to throw your support behind Chewy Garcia?
1: No, I'm going to take a look at everybody. I like Chewy. He's a good friend. I like them all. At the press conference, I said I tried to see good in everybody, and I really hope there's a robust debate uh, without name-calling for this uh, race for mayor. I think it's very important to have a a good quarterback for Chicago, but I'm going to try and pin him down on things like property tax uh, relief for everyday people. Uh, Also, uh, you know, we have this whole ComEd situation where ComEd uh, agreed to a prosecution agreement where they said they publicly admitted they were bribing legislators for uh, 10 years down in Springfield, and uh, they made billions of dollars from that, and uh, I think they should have to refund that money to their customers, their profits. So, well, we have that one on the ballot in Chicago uh, this coming election on February 28th, and I'll definitely work on that, and I want the candidates who are running for mayor to uh, tell us, you know, what are you doing here when it comes to making sure people have a chance by petition and binding referendum to vote on issues uh, like consumer protection and taxpayer relief.
2: Governor, I want to ask Lisa's question a different way. You try to find the good in everyone. Which of the candidates for the mayor for mayor is it the hardest to see good in?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You know, I, I believe in Christian charity, I think. But uh, uh, I would say one thing, and I told her this. I had a meeting with uh, Mayor Lightfoot, and I was over at it, something on the west side of my neighborhood that she had the other day, and she said some nice words about me, and I appreciated it. But I was disappointed. Mayor Lightfoot ran for uh, term limits on the mayor of Chicago. Uh, every other big city in America, including New York and Los Angeles and Philadelphia and Houston, they all have a two-term limit on the mayor. And we don't have that in Chicago. When we got the signatures for that a couple years ago, 87,000 names, Rahm Emanuel schemed to keep it off the ballot with his plastic straw referendum, and I, Mayor Brett Lightfoot in her campaign said she was for term limits, but, you know, she's had four years to put it on the ballot, and I, I told her I was disappointed.
2: You've been on so many ballots so many times. You referenced age several times uh, during the news conference today, saying that your age didn't preclude you from running, but I'm just wondering if it sort of set in that you might not run for office again.
1: Oh, you never say never. <clears throat> you know, I'm 73. Uh, it'll be 74 next month, but I was playing basketball on the west side uh, not too long ago. And okay, but and that day the ball was going into basket more than it wasn't, and these young guys came over and said, "Hey, Mister, uh, are you in your 40s or your 50s?" And I had to tell them how old I was, <laughs> and then you
2: handed him some petitions to sign, right?
1: <laughs> that's yeah, what that's he does. I always had petitions. Uh, my uh, youngest son and his wife had a baby uh, a few months ago, and. Uh, I was pushing the baby uh, stroller there, and uh, I had petitions in my back pocket, just in case. You never know when you run into people.
0: (laughs) You always do. And Pat, today we are saluting Oak Park. We do a thing sponsored Ah, by McDonald's called Your Hometown. You went to Fenwick, right?
1: Yeah, I went to Fenwick, but I lived in Oak Park uh, when my kids were born. Uh, uh, You know, I live in Chicago now, right north of North Avenue, but... uh, there's a lot of good things in Oak Park. Uh, I like going to uh, George's Restaurant on Oak Park Avenue. That's worth going to. And, and uh, Courageous Bakery. Uh, you know, I, I know them all. Because I, I have to drive through Oak Park on the way to get to, to work downtown. Yeah. Great place. Well, you know, the one thing about that, Lisa, we're trying in Oak Park to get a, a ordinance passed that would give people in Oak Park a chance to vote on binding referendums that they petition on to the ballot. And we had an advisory question on this subject uh, just last Tuesday, and by an 80% margin, people were for that in Oak Park, and I hope we can get that, and that's what I'm going to work on in the coming year, trying to get things going in Chicago, Oak Park, Evanston, downstate, everywhere you go, And, and even in the state of Illinois, we need to have a binding referendum to clean up political corruption. It's uh, not acceptable. Uh, We've had nine former or current legislators indicted or convicted or both uh, since uh, the last uh, election for governor in 2018. So we have work to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think you'll get more of that accomplished, not wasting your time being mayor of Chicago. So I appreciate you, Pat. Thanks for jumping on the show. And I look forward to the things
1: that you're going to do. Okay, Lisa. Good to talk to you and Steve. Take care. Bye, Governor.
0: Happy, Happy Thanksgiving, former Governor Pat Quinn on The Lisa Dent Show.